Welcome, adventurers. You are listening to the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Your support allows us to continue making this content. We're also trying to reach 10,000 subscribers over on our YouTube channel, where you can actually see us play all of these RPG shows. Plus, you get some great board game content that isn't available on podcast. Now, on with the show. Welcome to Short Shots and One Shots. This week, we're going to be playing through the new D&D 5e starter set, Dragons of Stormwreck Isle. Join us as our unlikely adventurers make their way to Dragon's Rest Cloister, seeking answers for their questions and finding adventure along the way. Let's play some D&D. Hello guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome back to part two of uh, Cursed Shipwreck, the third episode of Dragon of Stormwreck Isle. Dragons! Dragons, excuse me. <laughs> no, we done. We did them oh, all. Oh, it says it wrong up there still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep, you keep getting it wrong on me. So now that everyone has leveled up to level two, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um... You do have a few days before uh, Tarok has your your potions ready, uh, and I imagine you don't want to go out adventuring before you have potions in hand. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> I did that in one oh, campaign for like, the entire campaign, and uh, remember how many times I nearly died? <laughs> it was a lot. All of them. All of them. All of the times. So while you're here for a few days, um, <laughs> is there anything that you would like to do during that time? Oh, no. I wonder how I would like to speak to the oracle. All right. Yeah, it seems like a good yeah. good thing. Yes. <laughs> she mostly spends her time in in the temple, which is the highest reaches of the okay. cloister. It is not. I mean, it's a place that, that you are all that you're welcome, but it's a, it's a place that not a lot of people go to. It's a very. The whole place is very uh, peaceful. That place is sacred, and you can feel it as soon as you walk through the door. Okay. Flip back earlier in here. Yeah. <laughs> um. So she is is sitting in the temple of, of Bahamut, and uh, currently uh, sitting in, uh, in in front of the the statue of what looks like an old man with set with songbirds all around him, sitting there cross legged. There's there's incense that is currently burning, and there's this deep warmth and contemplativeness that sits over the the, the whole place. Uh, um, excuse me. Uh, Ru, is, it's Runara. Runara. Ru, um, um, uh, Miss Runara, uh, Sage. She doesn't open her eyes, but she does tilt her head a little bit. Come, sit. Okay, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And she gestures you to sit next to her uh, <laughs> in front of the, the, the statue. And is she sitting cross-legged? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try and sit cross-legged. I don't know if I can. And there's, there's. Uh... Make me a dexterity check. <laughs> oh, dexterity. <laughs> Fifteen. Hippos, famously dexterous. Yeah. <laughs> super dexterous, super facile. Anyway, um, it takes it takes a little bit of bending and twist. Like you're looking at her 
And then you like bend your knee as best you can in that direction <laughs> and look at her again. Big old yeah. legs. Yeah, there's a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> but you do eventually succeed in settling into a position that looks very similar to hers. And throughout all of this, she hasn't moved. You do see a little trace of a smile around the corners of her mouth. I suppose I could have just knelt, knelt down. Whatever, whatever you find comfortable for contemplation. Yes, 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 yes. Um, um, I am conflicted. I've been sensing your conflict the last few days. Why um, don't you tell me about it? Well, um, there was this, um, ship, um, there were two ships. I was on one of them. And there was another ship. Um, we were, um, um mercenaries. Um, and, um, and we were, um, you know, sailing, and we came upon, a, um, um, another ship, uh, and we're going to, um, uh, destroy it, well, take it, and then, and then, um, well, I had to go to the bathroom, um, Really, really bad. So I did, um, and then the whole ship blew up, blew up apart around me. I think the bathroom was the only thing that left, uh, and um, and and I saw the other ship. Uh, it did not look good, but it was um, it was the the strange phoenix. Um, I think. And I've been sad. Certainly. And angry. Of course. But down down in the mushroom caves. I don't know if I should be angry. Um Why? I I think we were hired to kill everyone on board their ship. Which is not a very nice thing to do. So, I was, I wanted revenge. I don't know if I do anymore. Anger is a very natural emotion. Especially when it stems from such grief, losing everyone that you knew. That's very natural and should not be compartmentalized away. To do so merely stuffs it deeper and deeper until it destroys you. But revenge, revenge only harms you and the people involved. Yes. I, I have also found since since then, that, that being a mercenary is not necessarily doing bad things. This being paid to do bad things. I, on the ship, we were paid to do bad things. There are what are called adventurers, those who are paid to do good things. Yes? Yes. They are very common along the Sword Coast. Well, is there room for more? I think that is quite possible. Oh. 
so I can be an adventurer. Do good things and get paid for it. If that is the path that you wish to follow, yes. And will likely be a better use of your skills, of that divine energy that I can feel within you, than revenge. Yes, yes, yes. I feel, um, I thought I would be full of vengeance, but I feel somewhat blessed. Which is the opposite, I think. Very much so. Um, I might still like to find this strange phoenix ship. Um, because I do not think my crew was very nice. And if I am to be an adventurer who does good and gets paid for it, um, I might like to thank them someday. Well, I may be able to help with that. But take some time and think about it. Such strong emotions are not to be shed easily. Hmm. Yes, when that mushroom was dying, it was very... It was very scary. But I did good. You did good. We didn't get paid for it, but... (laughs) We got some healing potions, which was very nice. It is a sort of payment, I suppose. Yes, yes. One that I think many adventurers would give their eye teeth for. I'm, I'm sorry, they, people have eye teeth? <laughs> it's, a, it's a saying. Oh, okay. What on earth does it mean? <laughs> it's, uh, it's these teeth. Oh. And she gestures to what would be fangs oh, on, oh. on like a, a, a lupine creature. Oh, dust, dust tooth. Okay. okay. Yes, if that is what your your folks call them. Yes, yes. As he smiles a little bit, little tusks, little hippo tusks. Okay. And she reaches over and puts a gentle hand on on your shoulder. I think that you are destined for good things, perhaps even great things. More than good. I wonder if I could get paid to do great things. Death is inevitable for all mortal beings. Even the long-lived ones eventually pass on. What you leave behind is the truest treasure. Those who remember your name, those who speak of your deeds, the good that you left behind. That is how to be great. Wow, okay. This is my, hmm. oh, thank you. There's a lot to think about. There always is. I have spent a very long time thinking about the, the nature of revenge, pain, conflict, how necessary it is or is not, and I'm still trying to find answers. So, I wish you luck in finding the answers that you seek, and if there's any way that I can assist with it, you have only to ask. Okay. If you, uh, if you happen to know where the Strange Phoenix ship might be, you know, it, uh, it would be nice to pay it a visit. I'll see what I can find out. The name is ringing a bit of a bell for me. 
but I can't place it at the moment. Okay. I am going to go see if Tarok has pastries. <laughs> <laughs> he usually does. <laughs> only two, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's only two for the smalls. You're rather larger than the smalls. <laughs> oh. And with that, he like, <laughs> and she reaches out and and help and helps you up. She's surprisingly strong for how small she is. Uh, oh, very very steady uh, support to help you to your feet. Uh, um, thank you, thank you. You are quite welcome. I'm glad I'm glad that you came here. Me too. Um, I was going to ask you where the strange phoenix was so that I could get revenge on it. Um, but then mushrooms happened. <laughs> yes. I'm glad. Truly. Me too. Okay. I'm going to go say hi to the others. All right. <laughs> That's it. Runs. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a there's a skip to a step. Oh, mm. I'm so happy for him. Happy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Our sweet boy, um, Corlin. Are you doing anything special over the the three uh, days or so? Yes, she has also been doing some soul searching as she had originally intended. Um, <laughs> she um, probably spent some time trying to like meditate, center herself. She's been working on. Spellcasting, like, away, I think, from everybody else. She's pretty embarrassed about how bad she is. Aww. So she's just kind of been practicing, and for the love of all of the the gods in this game, she does not want Madame Celery to see. Fully, <laughs> 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 if she's coming around a corner, she's like, nope, no. come back, darling, where you go? <laughs> and she's like floating in the air. Um so I think she's she's kind of frustrated with this at whatever point we're at in this timeline, but um she's decided she uh, wants to go talk to Varnoth. Okay. Um she kind of Lurks around, finds finds Varnoth wherever Varnoth might be hiding in the middle afternoon. <laughs> um, Varnoth is it, is one of the people who helps maintain the cloister and the walls in the building. So she works with a great deal of masonry. So okay. uh, you find her actually a little bit off, a, a little bit near the the um, the the temple, working on shoring up one of the walls. And uh, she she glances at you. Oh, princess, what can I do you for? Oh, I, uh, she like loses her confidence a little bit. She's like, oh, I was just gonna, um, no, I'm, um. Here, hold this. And, no! and, she'll, and, she'll, <laughs> and she'll hand you a, a, a handful of tools. Like, right, pass me that one when I tell you to. Oh, 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 oh all right. Um, do, you, do you have a, a, um, a minute to, to just, we can just, I can help, but do you, do you have a minute to, to chat? <laughs> 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 
You definitely recognize the look she gives you as that sure you just want to chat look. <laughs> but chat. But there's a, there, there's a warmth to it that as as she turns away to hide a bit of a smile, she's like, "All right, what's up?" Uh, well, I um, seeing as you're here, I I don't know how much you you might want to get into this, but um, I I have heard heard tales of your wondrous deeds, and... She kind of pauses. <laughs> that was a long time ago, Sprout. N nevertheless, it sounds like you have gone through quite a life, and I have great reverence for that. I, I've actually quite admired you for for a while, so ex meeting you here is, is really something. Um, I, I myself have gone through well, in comparison, a, a bit of a trial <laughs> recently. I, I was just wondering what, what has allowed you to have peace? Hmm. Out there in the world, it's harder to find with all of the pressures of everything that's going on, all of the, you know my story, you know my reputation. Nods emphatically, like, it's <laughs> really freaking cool. Yeah. As I think you know, Princess, there's a lot of requirements that come with that sort of renown. A great deal of pressure, a great deal of scrutiny. Peace is much harder to find in those sorts of circumstances, but it can be found by being sure of what you can do. Hmm. And that's where you're finding some trouble there, isn't it? I've been hearing some interesting explosions off to the side. <laughs> I was afraid of that. <laughs> uh, you're not yes. you're not the first young spellcaster that I've come across. Most assuredly so. Yes, I unfortunately I well, I don't want to bore you with the details, but some of my inadequacies, I believe, have led to some of my other larger failures, and I have a limited amount of time to recuperate. I was wondering further if you would consider training with me? You're a caster, and I'm emphatically not. <laughs> She pulls out her, um, what did I get? Uh, her weapon, and she's like, it's not the only thing I do, I promise. <laughs> Spellcasting is maybe not my strong suit. Maybe it's something else. But I'll never know unless I try. All right. I could admire wanting to try something new. Sure. And she'll take the, 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 the tools from you, stick them in a satchel, and hang the satchel on a little peg near where she's working. Come down off the wall, brush yourself off. Right, maybe down at the beach in 15 minutes. Thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> She's just like, <laughs> and she walks away like, oh God, what have I done? What is she wearing though? I think that's the question to uh, this day. Oh, uh, what is she wearing? I mean, she was uh, wearing something a little bit more floofy for meditating. Okay, that's what I thought. So she imagine. has to. <laughs> So she's kind of got to like change quickly. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Oh no. <laughs>
Uh, Varnoth has goes goes into her quarters and uh, come. She meets you down at down at the beach whenever you're there and ready. Um, she's got. She, she's not wearing any armor, uh-huh. but she is carrying a, a sword and shield that don't look any uh, any blunted for the years that she has spent away. Oh no. <laughs> Just like, oh, okay, okay, you asked a master. <laughs> you, knew, you knew what you were doing. She kind of, she, she kind of like rests the, the, the sword on her shoulder and tips her head looking at you. Right. Quarter speed, no strength. We're going through drills. That's good, because I have no strength. <laughs> Very fair. And <laughs> she'll tap a, a, a gem on the side, on the side of her weapon, and you see... Uh, a magical aura come up around it, uh, blunting the edges to turn okay. it effectively into a practice sword. Sure. <laughs> because uh, she, she doesn't want to, like, actually cut you in pieces. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And she's, she, she nods and says, all right, square up, girl. Okay. <laughs> like she, I think she's went through enough training with this that she's not going to, like, kill herself on her quarterstaff. But nah. Yeah. Definitely not her favorite thing ever, I imagine, but uh, she's still a little more awkward with it. But as as you two go through, she she shows you the the the, the strikes and the defenses that she wants you to work through, and they're a little bit more advanced than your base level. She does assume that you have at least a basic knowledge. Mm-hmm. They're slightly more advanced, not much. You have seen these before. You've even practiced them before, but you haven't like drilled them. Sure. And she she runs you through the drills until you guys get into a very actually fairly comfortable rhythm of the of the clacks, and as as it says the two of you are working. So what are you good at? Uh, well, where 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 is your level of comfort? Where are you actually happy? You know, I don't think anyone's ever asked me that before. I've spent most of my life doing princess things. I'm, I'm not half bad at, at some of the cooking and some of the, the needlework. None of those things have ever interested me. I don't know, I, I have to say, though it was accidental, I've probably had the most entertaining time here. I expected that to just be a full experience looking inward, but meeting some of the characters here has been unexpected. Well, you can't ever really know who you are until you test yourself against other people. Clack. Clack. I think that might be something for you to look at. So the princessing thing doesn't make you happy. I've met very few royalty who are actually happy. That is true. But the fact that you're here means you're asking questions and many of them don't. So that's no small thing. That is very true. Gotta find who you are under all of that. Well, I don't hate the tool. (laughs) 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 I don't hate looking sparkly. That, there's nothing wrong with looking sparkly. It's not, it's not to my taste, it's... but those who, those who like it, do that. That's fine. Very true. If you don't 
mind my asking, how did you find yourself here after leading such a very different life? You've heard about my successes. Have you heard about many of my failures? No. There's been more of them than successes. But the bards are kind. They like to build up the story of the Azure Wolves. I see. I mean, I succeeded often, but when you're a mercenary and you're out killing for gold, things will go wrong. And things went very wrong. I lost most of my troops in a day. I'm very sorry. After that, I took a step back and looked at the whole thing and said, this isn't sustainable. I'm human, not getting any younger. Got a trick knee, you know. <laughs> when you spend most of your life in armor, sword and shield, it's... You find yourself getting broken down and forgetting more and more why you're doing it. So I started asking questions. Turns out people don't much care for it when a mercenary captain starts asking questions. Asking things like, you know, how much is a life worth? Is it worth the, the thousand gold that we were paid when 30 of my people didn't come back? I happen to think no. At the time it seemed a fair enough price, but not for that loss. And then I started asking other questions, such as, well, what the fuck are you supposed to do when you're good at fighting and not much else, and you don't want to do that anymore? Apprentice to, an, to a mason for a couple of years. He had no idea who I was. He called me Var. Suited me. Liked it. And then I heard about this place and Elder Renara and the things that she was talking about. And I thought, you know, maybe there's a way. So I've been here ever since. I thank you for sharing your story with me. I hope it helps. It's... Failure is more common than success. I can certainly see that clearly right now. <laughs> clack, clack. <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, spins it. She, she definitely spins your quarterstaff out, out of your hands as if yeah. to prove the point. Uh huh. No, she definitely had that one in the barrel. Corlin <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> grabs it, gets back up, squares again. Nice. Good girl. Because failure is the only way that you can succeed. Sucking at something is the first step at being pretty good at it. Can't tell you how many times I got cuffed around the head when I was a training. Because I was stubborn to boot. I have brothers that have tended on that path as well. Yeah, I've got brothers, sister too. I'm the youngest, it's great. 
<laughs> oh, congratulations. Thanks. I'm in the middle. No one thinks about me. But anyway, um, well, I, I am certainly surprised, Captain. I, I am pleased to have found such wonderful common ground with you. You can call me Var, if you want. Var. And if you like, we can, we can train while we figure out what it is that uh, lights that fire in your eyes. And my hands. And your hands. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows, maybe, I don't think you're the kind of person who can sit on your ass and meditate. I sure as shit can't. No, it really is so boring. <laughs> so let's try it this way. There's a kind of movement meditation that you can do. Oh. I'll show you if you like. I would love that. Sure. And she starts showing you there. There's a there's a way where you settle into the movements of uh, katas as you're moving through each of the the fighting style. Mm -hmm. And as you move through the rhythm, um, make me a wisdom check. Oh boy, do I have wisdom? <laughs> Ain't that a question? Do, 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 16. Okay. As you're moving through through the, through the steps of the fighting style with, with uh, Varnoth, you can start to feel it, that centering that comes when perhaps you've been in a dance class where you found that rhythm and it's uh -huh. like everything that you're doing is right. Yeah. And it never lasts for very long, but you can feel it as you settle into that center. And Varnoth steps back a little bit. Good. You, that's it. That's what. That's what I'm talking about. That centering. That oh. deciding and figuring out who you are. I see. Not who your parents want you to be. Not who the court wants you to be. Not who your brothers say you should be. Who are you? That's where you start. Portland just keeps the practice going. She's like mm -hmm. in the zone. So over over the course of, of several days, you do uh, you do you do work with Varnoth quite a lot. You you guys get a bit of an audience at some points. The kobolds know better than to uh, make noises because Varnoth has a well. Her sword isn't the only thing that's sharp. Hmm. Uh, yeah. But you do get you do get an audience every, uh, every once in a while of the kobolds gathered in that in that horseshoe, mm -hmm. just watching like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Nice. And um, we'll talk more about, about, about what you might get from that. Cool beans. <laughs> uh, Madam Celery, are mm -hmm. you doing anything over the over those few days? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think she oh, doing things. Yes. <laughs> she's got treasure maps. Lately. Exactly. Well, no, I think that she, so she's she's kind of annoyed that she's because she she's very keen on seeing this treasure. She actually wants to leave, but the the kind of the price that was like, oh, you'll be a, have a supreme potion, you'll have all these things, and she's like, all right, I'll stick around a little longer. Mm -hmm. I think she'll get bored. She'll head to the kitchen one day. Um, she'll be asking for things that will be annoying people. Um, you know, I need a little bit of um, cottage cheese. You have cottage cheese, pineapple. <laughs> Do you have pineapple? You know, just things that are kind of obscure and sure. Um, 
And then when she gets bored with that, she'll be sitting annoyed by kobolds. You know, like just, I'm sure they're like, I think at some point she'll try and she will try and sneak away to find um, if they have like uh, where they actually if they make potions if they make medicine like mm-hmm. you know like herbs if there's like an area where it looks like they've been experimenting or you know like dealing with the terrain and stuff around with with a gardening uh, maybe gardening but more so um, she's very interested in little like medicinal herbs or things that because she is concerned about her appearance of course so she wants to just see if there's something or that maybe like a salve that could help out in the wilderness or something she's mm-hmm. just kind of gonna be that annoying older lady that's like what are you doing over here you know that kind <laughs> of thing. well and if, and if you're poking around at like the, the the garden area you run into Tarak more often than not because mm-hmm. he is uh, he focuses a great deal on the gardening mm-hmm. and the, I don't want to say terraforming, but definitely like the landscaping of, of the area, building it out, making it beautiful. And um, if you ask him, he'll point you in the direction of the medicinal herbs. Done. All right. As little as little conversation as she can. <laughs> and he does point you in that direction. Uh, do you have proficiency in an herbalism kit or anything similar? Mm, I don't think I do. Uh, just medicine. A little bit of nature, but proficient in medicine. Okay. Um, go ahead and make me a medicine check okay. as you're looking through the medicinal herbs. It's a very well laid out area, so I'll let you okay. roll the better one there. Seven. Okay. Um, it's not the a one. one time. Yeah. <laughs> the one time the heartbeat yeah, does exactly. yeah. you. You do spend a great deal of time like going through the, the the garden beds. It's it's difficult for you to remember what exactly everything does. Um, and then Tarak comes over, looks over your shoulder. What you looking for? No, I. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I was just kind of curious about. The things that you create here. I saw someone rubbing a salve on them earlier, and the creams you brought the other night were quite lovely, and I was just looking. Oh, there's no problem with that. I just might be able to help you look more efficiently if there's anything that you're looking for in specific. Do you have anything that cools? Yes, I... That soothes and cools? I've been working on a very good uh, aloe salve. Point me in the direction or show me what you used to create it, please. Well, this is the aloe plant over here. He'll he'll indicate it to you. And he'll break off a piece of the of the leaf and squeeze it and you see like the I mean you know. Yeah. I've been working on aloe aloe sav. Slice here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've never seen it. She's, she's almost like kind of roll her eyes. Like, oh wow! This is groundbreaking. <laughs> this is this this is the the basis for it. There uh, are other things that I work on with it. If you want to see me, if you want to see where I work, I'm looking for something to slow the heartbeat. Why? <laughs> I don't ask you questions. I'm just curious. <laughs> you ask her a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> You do ask me a fair number of questions, I have to point out. Right, I, I apologize. I'm an inquisitive old broad. But <laughs> I, I just... <laughs> I, I'm just... I'm looking for something. I haven't quite been able to perfect it. To slow the heart rate. That's all. Cooling. I, I've noticed that certain things can... When ingested, will start to make the fingers tingle, the feet tingle. And things go away. But I just want to, I don't know, I'm just curious. I just want to point out, out of character, you're saying this to a poisoner. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. 
Cool, cool. As long as you remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm going to the back shelves. <laughs> He's like, hmm. I might have some ideas for that. Hmm. Nothing, well, the, the difficulty is slowing a heart without stopping it. <laughs> I mean, of, sorry for the podcaster. She's kind of like shrugging and like, I don't. That's I not a concern of mine. Exactly. <laughs> I am not a concern of mine. I understand what you're. Yes. Well, do you want a poison for someone else, or are you looking for something for yourself? For myself. Well, and then I can't imagine you'd want to stop your own. Heart. You don't know my life. <laughs> Um, but no, no. I don't know. You don't know me at all. Um, no, I'm I'm trying to slow the process. Ah, oh, you're trying to slow the aging process. Mm-hmm. I see. Well, I might have to bring um, what is her name? Might have to bring Mila in on the conversation. My, uh, my, Myla's one of the kobolds. She, she, oh. she runs. No, 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 no. I know. I know. Hold on. You two, it's a buddy cop comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Myla. She's, she's, she's one of the oldest ones. She's actually properly an adult and has been for some time, and she has been hard in, into the alchemy skill. Hmm. So she, she might have some interesting ideas. She's, uh, she's very smart. She used to have her, her, her brothers used to be here, but, yeah. They left a while ago. I was gonna say, Madame Seller doesn't care. She heard, like, this girl can help me, or this this cobalt can help. I don't care for the cobalt, but I'll go, and then she'll, uh-huh. thank you for the information, Sam. Would you like me to introduce you to her, or are you just gonna go wandering around yelling Oh, I suppose, yes, all right. <laughs> <laughs> And he will introduce you to to Milo, who is uh, unusually in the group. You've actually noticed her before, but you didn't recognize that, that was who it was. She's a winged kobold. Oh, hmm. interesting. Yeah, so she's so she's the one who stashes things on the high shelves, so the other kobolds huh. can't get to them. <laughs> and she looks up at you, soul, trying to stop your aging. Um, looking around, a little embarrassed. It's not <clears throat> for me, but yes, I'm looking for something to slow down. Either the aging process, the heart rate, just the process of. You're life. an older mortal. It's fairly normal. Come on. Ah, <laughs> got it. Mm-hmm. And she'll and she'll take you by the hand and pull you to to her alchemy lab. Right. Um, still working on it. There's still a lot of experimentation going on. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. My brothers used to help me with this. They're gone. Fine. Whatever. We'll work on this. Cool. Let's talk about Done. this. Mm-hmm. And she'll work with you to to create to try and. Do some experiments to slow down the aging process. We'll figure what out okay, what that looks cool. like. Love it. You become an eight-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Benjamin Button it. You're aging backwards. I'm gonna turn into here. I'm gonna put this in the Discord. I'm gonna use the Discord. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Yeah. In, absolutely. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, Marlo, sorry to leave you sitting for so long. What is there anything that you're doing over those few days? Uh, Marlo trances during the day instead of at night. And when she's not trancing during the day, she's going to pull out her carpenter's tools and go scavenge driftwood mm-hmm. and carve things. Um, little, little like maybe like little toys that she can leave for some of the younger kobolds. 
little almost like totemy looking things, things that kind of have almost like scrimshaw inscriptions in them or little totems that kind of look like they might might be religious in some way, mm -hmm. but you know, are a little bit indistinct. And at night, since she's trancing during the day, at night she is going to walk down to the shores or climb up to whatever high points she can find kind of at the, you know, whether it's like on top of a building, tall trees, something like that, and just sort of split her time between studying the water and studying the night sky, kind of orienting where she is. This is somewhere between her version of meditative contemplation, but also prayer um, as she sort of reaching back into that part of who she was before she like really went hardline into the seafaring life when she was at her own cloister and was, you know, in the early stages of being a cleric um, before she kind of went on a, a slightly more martial path than, it, than a, you know, research one, if you will. Um, but yeah, I think the, the, you know, the toys and the totems are, some of them are clearly offerings and some of them, you know, like maybe to the gods and some of them are offerings of sort of friendship and solidarity to the other folks at the cloister. Um, maybe does a whole, works on like a set of, you know, extra tableware, mm -hmm. things like that, you know, stuff that can be useful around the area. And also just clearly like, She's not used to not having stuff to do because when you live on a ship, mm -hmm. there's always something that has to be done. And right. so she's a little, it's a little bit just that constant like fidgeting because uh, she's kind of been in one place for too long. Um, and the other piece of this kind of at night is just um, really kind of studying the stars and the currents in the direction that we kind of kept hearing that song from, looking where the cave was. Um, probably does some night diving to see if she can kind of see any of the shipwrecks, mm -hmm. anything that's closer. Um, scouting for more zombies. <laughs> uh, just really getting a lay of what's actually going on here because she's got that weird purple on the back of her neck about this place. Something is, something is off and maybe it's just the shipwrecks. All shipwrecks are haunted as far as she's concerned, whether they are literally or not. Mm -hmm. Um... But I think, yeah, I think that's how she's spending hmm. most of the time. Okay. So. So you're able to make a good collection of, of things for uh, the cloister, both both for giving to, to them. Do you leave any as an offering to Bahamut? I think she... I think she makes a couple of these kind of little totems that could be, but I don't think she, I'll say formally leaves them because there's that, there's that slight weirdness of like, you're not my God, so is this cool? Mm -hmm. Like I wanna be cool, but like I also, but I mean, she worships the knight and the knight is not particularly fickle about that. <laughs> so she's not <laughs> too, it's just, it just feels, it just feels strange to her. Sure. Um, but I think she probably does make a couple little like, 
almost like little like toy wooden dragon figurines or something <laughs> and just kind of like leaves them at the temple area at mm-hmm. some at some point preferably when she thinks no one is around to are <laughs> doing it and 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 at some point when you pass back through the the temple area and you glance at the little alcove where you left them uh, you don't see them there anymore. If you stick your head into the temple, you'll see them sitting arranged around one of one of the incense holders. Just kind of like, yeah, clock that clock around if anybody else is there, and just keep moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so you're able to get a pretty good sense for the land and the sea around this immediate area. How far would you say you venture out from the cloister itself? I'd say she is willing to go a fair distance. She's very comfortable moving at night, obviously, with her extensive dark vision. She's a lot more comfortable at night. Um, So I think she would maybe go as far as, like, an hour or so out Mm. of just exploring. You know, plenty of time to get lost, to come back. She's also not super worried about getting lost, because as long as she can see the stars, she can navigate back. Yeah. Um, or at least she's she's confident of that. So and and the marine population around, especially in the cloister area, is very friendly. Mm-hmm. So you're you're able to you know you get lost a couple of times, sure, but you're directed back in. Um, if you venture like further north, if you venture half hour to forty five minutes north, you do start seeing more shipwrecks. You're not unfamiliar with ship with with shipwrecks, especially you know being a sea elf. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did a, a we did a lot of diving to scavenge shipwrecks when we were kids, like both for fun, but also because we were poor, and that's how you make extra money. Absolutely. Um, some of these look very old. Interesting. So hundreds of years, possibly. Ooh. That this this has long, you think, been a, an area that is dangerous to to ships. Um, if you ask around at all. Which I'll leave up to you. Well, as I say, the thing I want to know, and I might ask some of the folks the cloister this, but I think I'm more likely to reach out to the the marine life. Mm-hmm. Um, does is this place just dangerous because of the natural geography? You know, like, is it just that there's a really extreme coral reef and some weird tides, and so it kind of Bermuda triangles itself, and everything is just, you know, it's just treacherous here. Or is there something more to it than that? And if there is something more to it than that, has it always been that way? And that sort of like the island is cursed sort of metaphor, or is it like something that has happened more recently or at specific points in history? Mm-hmm. Uh, offer me a roll. Um, can I do survival? Yeah, that that makes sense. Combination of my own observations and of the terrain the and then chatting with the fish. Like, if I can find, like, a real ancient turtle or an old <laughs> whale or something. Sure. Maybe not a whale, but, like, you know, really old turtle. Yeah. Really, yeah, really, really frisky dolphin who's just very chatty. <laughs> like, depending on this, you're either going to run into, like, Tafiti or you're going to run into Squirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know which one would be worse for my personal track record. Um, what is my uh, that's a 24. Okay. So over the course of the several days that you spend uh, exploring and chatting with the resident life, some of them are, 
Suspicious isn't the right word, but they're a little bit wary because you're new. Sure. But but as you spend more time in the ocean, getting to know the marine life around you, uh, you do start to get to know them a little bit better. And eventually, uh, you do meet a very old turtle. Score. <laughs> Who, um, over the over the course of a of a conversation, tells you that. This place has always been a bit weird with the currents, especially up uh, up on the north end of the island. But in the last maybe 10 years or so, it's gotten worse. And they're not quite sh- they're not entirely sure why, but every once in a while when they're up in that area and they see, you know, the shipwreck, they hear a weird song that draws them a little bit toward the island before they snap out of it. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> well, he asked. No, that's uh, that's kind of what I was afraid of. But uh, better going and knowing than not, I suppose. Uh, we'll definitely, uh, you know, bring snacks to share with the fish friend. You know, little scraps and bits and things from the kitchens that would just be, you know, you know, the chum bucket, essentially. Absolutely. Um, and I think after that chat, we'll uh, probably seek out Tarak at some point to get uh, some wax. If he's got sealing wax that he uses to seal up bottles. Oh, easily, yeah. Yeah, she's going to get that and use a combination of just, you know, general knowledge, some for carpentry skill, to basically mold earplugs for everybody to take on the trip. Okay. Funny. She will also at some point grab Tarek, go drinking with him, and be like, so, this is gonna be weird, and I know you don't do the thing anymore, but like, how much would it cost me to get a couple vials of poison just to like have on hand? <laughs> she's she's very blunt about everyone. They're training to do, and he's saving. He's saving everybody. And we're like having poison. journeys, and you're yeah. like poison. Poison. <laughs> it's really funny when you start doing it. It's like, god damn, I was gonna get to oh, teach me funny. poisoning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you come in one day, and I'm like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I didn't think you liked. Pe- you know what? I'm just gonna go and come back later. <laughs> it's fine. What what kind of poison? You looking for? Uh, the kind that makes people die, or at least heavily incapacitates them. My darling, I problems. have spent a couple decades doing this. You need to be more specific. I'll defer to your expertise. <laughs> Look, I don't know what I'm looking for. That's why I came to the master. Also, you're the only guy on the aisle who I can probably say, hey, can I buy poison off of you who isn't going to immediately throw <laughs> me off of a cliff? You right. might wait a minute first. <laughs> <laughs> uh... In memory of Dave, I wouldn't do that. Ah, uh, Dave. Sometimes I miss that poor bastard. And then I remember why we broke up and I'm fine again. Yeah. Bit of an idiot, but, you know. So dumb, but he just had such a huge heart. Really did. Really did. Somewhere, yeah. <laughs> Princess, yeah. Princess, yeah. Princess, we're just oh, like, oh, God, it's back. <laughs> Uh, what the hell did that come from? Why do I suddenly feel like I need a shower? <laughs> Out in the garden, harvesting the eggplants and cucumbers at that very moment. So many peaches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's going on? 
Oh goodness! But he does work with you to figure out like what kind of poison you're you're looking for. Whether you're looking for something that is better on humanoids, whether it's better on animals, whether it's something that'll help uh, augment your natural abilities against undead, because a sile is bullshit. Uh huh. <laughs> um, I, th- I I like honestly, I think kind of what she settles on after some conversation and a whole lot of drinking is um, ideally something that she can maybe like apply to her weapon to be able to give some extra mm. oomph mm-hmm. and like you know get that residual effect because she's a little shaken up after going down in the the fight it's not the first time she's gone down in a fight she rolls with pirates this is like she's been in many a bar fight in her day sure but you know but it is just that like ooh i feel like i didn't do enough before I went down to be worth it? How can I like maximize my effort mm-hmm. for the team? Because like it or not, looks like we're a team for the time being. So. Okay. So over the course of, of the several days, while the potions are, well, while the potions of healing are bubbling in the background, and they all smell spicy like that. It's sort of, it's kind of umami, but there's like, it is there cinnamon in them? I don't get it. It's a little bit of cinnamon. Oh, it makes it easier to go down. Part of what gives it its color. Oh, that makes sense. They're yeah. very red. Okay. Very red. Uh, the two of you spend spend some time working on a potion that he's he's like, all right, I need to ask you a weird, kind of a weird thing. I dated Dave. Really, nothing's gonna phase me. You're a cleric. Yes. Can you spend can you spend one one of your spells to just put some energy into this thing? Uh, yeah, sure. You got a preference? Just preferably something with let's say some radiance. Yeah, all right. Stand back. This one's kind of new. Um, <laughs> spins her hands around and is going to shoot, and like a gush of like glowing iridescent water that almost has like starlight in it, like mm-hmm. dark water that's reflecting the night sky, sort of like rushes out of her hand as she guiding bolts into it. Excellent. Yes, I think that did the trick. And he hands you a, a vial. This is a, a, a poison that you can apply to your weapon and for one hour you do an extra 1d8 radiant damage. Mm, score. Nice. One time? One time. All right. If you, if you if you if you want more, we'll try to we'll try to perfect that. It... I'm always willing to do a little uh, product testing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time that I've tried to do something that specifically radiance, but with how many undead have been around, it seems yeah, useful. no, that's not great. I'm not really a fan of all the zombies. It's kind of weird. But Renara wants us to stay put in in this area, keep our little corner safe and secure. Someday I'm curious about her story. But I don't think it was the time. Everyone's curious about her story. She gets, she gets a little enigmatic about it. Right, yeah. Well, as soon as those are done bubbling up, I think we're going to go uh, try to punch what's on the north end of the aisle. Hopefully most of the undead. Although that octopus is pretty cool. We've been uh, having chats occasionally when I'm out from mm-hmm. the swims. Under, you should ask for something. I think we're all getting a buff in some <laughs> <laughs> I Cora, like, we want things. And he's like, you know what? I feel better about myself. <laughs> you know what? Turning him off of the path of vengeance, yeah, I take yeah. is yeah. the best win ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's okay. The rest, I, uh, the rest of us just saw our opening and we're like, yeah. I'll bet we can, looks like we can talk our way out of combat. I'll bet we can talk our way into prizes yeah. <laughs> if we're cute enough. So, what, <laughs> so we all what, want therapy this week. Yeah. <laughs> One. Evening at dinner. 
I am going to cast Divine Sense. Ooh. Once everyone is in the mess hall. Okay. Everyone? Mm-hmm. <gasps> what everyone. specifically does Divine Sense look for? Uh, it's, uh, let me look this up. Da, 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 da. The presence of strong evil registers on your set senses like a nox- <laughs> like a noxious odor. Yeah, then you get like this really gross smell oh. from <laughs> And powerful good rings, What are you looking at? It's that ring, cold cream. Powerful good rings like heavenly music, and I oh, can sense cool. any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet. Okay. Uh, you do not sense anything like that within 60 feet of you, mm-hmm. and everyone is there. So Runara is not <clears throat> a celestial. Correct. Oh. Okay. Um, My theory continues to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Matt, I want mm. you to roll me a d6, please. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. You burst into flame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are some fiery uh, explosions that happen during during your experimentations uh, uh, with Milo. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but over the, but over the course of the, of the few days, uh, the two of you work together. You. You actually kind of t- kind of kind of get like a shine to this kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's 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 very earnest and very like she she's a savant when it <laughs> comes to potions and things like that. And the two of you together, uh, I'm gonna regret this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you are. Do it, do it, Make do it. Thirty vials of poison. Ah, you are yes. able to craft a potion of longevity. What Whoa. is that? I have no idea what this is. Do you want to drink it and find out? No, right now, I'm gonna ask. I am gonna ask my compatriots in a minute. What is it called? It is uh, called Potion of Longevity. It is a homebrew item that I found when I went looking for something. Ooh, amazing. Because uh, I was like, fuck. So it's not in here. It will probably be not. Cool. What does it do? Can, or do I need to drink it in order to find out? Want to roll the dice on that one? Excuse me. Little one, what will this do? Well, if you've done it right, it should de-age you by a bit. Instantly, as soon as she hears that, she's just just shaking. shaking. Yeah, she slams. One sip at a time. (laughs) (laughs) It's a shock. You really do become an eight-year-old boy. I was gonna say, you're a baby. (sighs) Now it's either Stardust, Death Becomes Her, or I don't want to try to pull the references. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. So as, so as you drink the, this potion, you feel a rush of vitality run through you. And when you look in the mirror, you are de-aged by about nine years. <gasps> I'm 31 years old. <laughs> 27. You told us all you're 40. <laughs> Does she look different? Uh, I mean, she looks like she did nine nine years ago, possibly before she started messing around with stuff for her face. So she does. She'll look young. She looks younger. Mm. Well, okay. <laughs> oh dear. This really wasn't what I was going for when I came here, but I kind of like it. She's just gonna be looking at herself in the mirror and kind of. Did every, is everything else still tight? Oh yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you haven't lost like the, like the physical work that you did on muscles and stuff, but uh, okay. you you have shed some of the damage that you did to your face with all the bullshit that you've been doing. So this vanity moment is really great. That she is a little disappointed though, because what she was hoping to do was to find some way to slow the heartbeat enough, because there's so many undead around here hmm. that she was hoping to actually give something to everyone so we could go around unseen. If mm. That makes sense. Like to stop the mm. <laughs> the heartbeats. So it was like, but, but she's like, oh, it's all right. 
She's looking in the mirror. She's like, "This is better anyway." Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm. Sorry, miss. Um, um, are you? Are you um, she, um, she, you're um, making her um, day. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you seen a Madame Celery around? Um, oh, she's. I mean, you must be her daughter. Is this a dinner? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> if this is the dinner, she's gonna. She'll be wearing like kind of a cloak, and then she'll just be like. With this, and she'll like pull off her hood. Oh, oh, oh my, and then oh my! Her long black hair will just kind of like boom up in like a way you haven't seen before, and she'll be like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> she looks at the princess, and she's like, "What have you all been up to the past three days?" <coughs> unscrew, unscrew, unscrew. Chug, 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 chug. We're doing alcohol. I was like, "We don't know." It was like. What have you been up to? <laughs> well, you know, just um, she'll like look at a reflection of a plastic like pan that someone's bringing back to like. <laughs> well, you know, just um, not much. <laughs> what? <laughs> hold on, hold on. I cast divine sense. <laughs> She, she is. Cursed. She is not uh, a celestial, but she's also not undead. Right. So right. she could be a fiend. <laughs> not a fiend either. That's so funny. Although, right. although there might be a slight, a slight smell of brimstone from a deal that might have been made. No, I'm teasing. Wow, I haven't seen any new portraits pop up around. Isn't that a bit early to be working on your multiclassing? I don't think that's so efficient. Multiclassing? What are you talking about? This oh, we'll talk me. about it later. Oh, okay. uh, Tarek and I have been having long discussions about, uh, I think it's called, the kids call it min-maxing. <laughs> I'll explain it on the next long like, trip. I believe it is, it, it is short for minimum and maximum. Of what? Everything. There is a minimum and a maximum for everything. Yes, this is true. Oh. See, previously you had the maximum number of crow's feet, and they appear to have gone to the minimum. <laughs> that was really good. Oh, uh, hey, you dropped your alosav. Do you need that for that sick bird? <laughs> She will actually kind of tell she doesn't have them where she She's like, yeah. I can't argue with you there. <laughs> um, and Coraline, I, I, you are last, mm-hmm. but certainly not least. Um, working with with um, Varnoth, mm-hmm. you have found not, not inner peace. Way too soon for that. Yeah. <laughs> she solved all of her problems yeah. in three days. Hundred percent, all of them, no problem. No, but you do find like a new groundedness uh-huh. to to yourself, and perhaps a a better understanding of your magic. Uh-huh. You have gained the warcaster feat. Yo! Oh. oh, how how? This is so unexpected. If we're hanging out in the low levels, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna do yeah. what, what, uh, what, what Mark did and just be like, yeah, let's. See, uh, now I'm mad because I almost asked if I could train the Warcaster feet, but I was like, I can't do a 250 day cycle in three days. Even <laughs> Tiana won't allow that. I was wrong. Fine, I'll just sit over Perhaps there's a poison. stash of firearms on this uh, island. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I I I will say that that if that if folks want to do uh, more downtime in the, after the next uh, section, you are welcome to do so. Mm-hmm. Just putting that out there. I'm experimenting. I'm seeing 
trying trying out the GMing stuff, seeing seeing what fits me. And shout out to uh, the Lord Bonk from Torpid Gaming Network, from whom we stole a little bit of this idea 100%. of uh, earning feats and advantages at low levels, so you can stay at low levels, but still gain new skills. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's an interesting idea that that I'm playing with. I'm still toying with something for for you with all of the herbalism stuff that you're playing mm -hmm, with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we. Oh no, she got what she wanted. Yeah. <laughs> she's fine, she's fine. I, think, I figured that once she yeah. was done, she was just like, no. Yeah, I don't need it. Do you want to still work on that? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Quite done. Quite done. So the three days come come to an end, and the four the the dawn of the fourth day happens, and Tarak hands you the the supreme healing potion. Um, and the two greater healing potions and the two regular healing potions. Y'all can distribute those on your character sheets as you see fit. I am not keeping track for you. Okay, so let's kind of do this. Who, so? Uh, based on history, I should not carry the Supreme because I will probably be the one having it fed to them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, Unfortunately. I, think, I, I think Madame Celery um, should should oh. carry it because I think she is uh, most the least likely to use it. It's very You make an excellent point, and I agree. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, it's like if anyone else gets that supreme potion, she'd be like, don't use it. And she's like, she's dying. <laughs> No. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can always buy new friends. Uh, okay. It's, uh, you know That's what? That's what I've always done. <laughs> so Maddie Games has just raided. Welcome. Hey, friends. Welcome. You, uh, we have a giveaway still open right now. Oh, sweet. Yes. Uh, enter hashtag yeah. chaos into the chat for a chance to win a set of Birds of Paradise My Cabbages. Woo! They've only been mildly cursed. Yes. Christy's using them at the moment, so you know, take that for whatever so it is. One supreme po potion. There's you two. I, I would like a oh, you're greater. Gonna oh, okay, sure, sure. Um, so we have two regulars and two graders. Yeah, you should take a greater. Um, cleric things versus my personal history with potions. Um, uh, I think one of us should take the other greater, and then one of us should take both of the regulars. Because there is a certain level of just everybody should have one, so that if somebody goes down, you can yeah, check whatever you've got, uh, or whatever they've got down their throat. I'll take the greater, okay, I'll take the two um, because I can most likely run to deliver it. That's valid. <laughs> That's a good point. And I'll have the two regulars on me, because <clears throat> then when I inevitably go down again, because I am cursed, yeah. uh, you can just pull it off my belt. It'll, it'll yeah, be on your person. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. If I go down, you are not to use the Supreme Potion <laughs> on well, me. Well, don't worry, we wouldn't waste something <laughs> so bad on you. you. Never. Good. I can appreciate that. You can just take it and go and spend no. it on it. That's no, fine. Do not use it on me yet. I'd I grew up with die. pirates, I get it. Yeah, I'd rather die. And then I'm going to grab one of the two first ones. Oh, there's right, there's one other. Should I have one of the, the help? Yeah, regular. one of the regulars. Regular, okay. yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and he also passes you a, oh. a potion of health that was also bubbling in the oh, background. Right. Yes. What does that do? A, uh, excuse me, an elixir of health. Oh. When you drink this potion, it cures any disease afflicting you and it removes the blinded, deafened, paralyzed, and poisoned conditions. Uh, it is rare, for what that's worth. Quite a lot, oh. usually. Uh, the clear red liquid has tiny bubbles of light in it. Put it on my character yeah, sheet. I was gonna say. Yeah. I've added it to my backpack. All right. 
Oh, are these actually in the inventory that you can find them? Yeah. These are. Oh, these are okay. I was doing this. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that way we actually remember. That you have them and to use them because we have no idea how long it's going to be before the next game. I have an idea, but we'll see. <laughs> we have an idea, we just don't know if it's accurate. It do they have a supreme? They do. <clears throat> oh. It's your potion of healing, uh, and it'll pop up all the different levels. Yeah. Woo! All right. <gasps> so. Yeah. You just saw the stats, didn't yes, you? Yes, I did. It's what? a very expensive it... potion because it's like 20d4 plus 8 or something. Yes. yes. Wow. They're it is very powerful. I shouldn't be given to a fir- to first level characters, but I rolled two d sixes, uh, two sixes. So, hands tied. What can you do? Thank you, God. We're never gonna use it. We're never gonna use it. <laughs> nope, you're gonna no, come to the end of the never, campaign. You will have never used it. Three hundred hit points. We're like, wait, we've got one. The epilogue of this campaign is us just rolling up to uh, the night market at Baldur's Gate and trying yeah, to sell yeah. all of our contraband healing <laughs> potions that we never used. <laughs> All right. All right. So. I'm so like flabbergasted. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to look up how much it would be. The treasure was the potions we stole along the way. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll. S- Yo. Yeah. Um, I will. That's a bounty. Thousand. Wow. Forget the sunken treasure. Let's go get some. Hippo-sized plate armor, right up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, do you think that's enough to buy a ship so we can go to space? Yeah. Uh, I can, I can turn into a spaceship. <gasps> oh my gosh, this is amazing. Um, great. In two levels. <clears throat> what? 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 Who? Just a certain Spelljammer campaign starts at level five. Oh, here no. we go. And you need so a gift for any Spelljammer campaign. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, so to the uh, to the rowboat. Yes, to the mm-hmm. rowboat. Because I we have a few minutes. Can we can we to... walk around the island? Do we have to take the rowboat? You can walk around the island. Oh, this takes a lot longer. Oh, okay. And yeah. there and you you understand from having chatted with people that over that the the island is not terribly safe except in this little area, mm-hmm. uh, which is to say there's random encounter tables. Gotcha. Okay. There's an owl bear on at least one of them. Great, so let's take the boat. Yeah, take the boat. <laughs> boat. Boat, boat, boat. Um, I think once again, I, I I think I would have checked the rowboat and done any repairs that might be needed. You know, just short it up a little bit. It got pretty good. It, 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 it got pretty well scraped up during during the dry, the mad dash up the stairs, but nothing's yeah. broken. Yeah, but I would have like given that a once over, and also as part of my like night swimming, I would have started looking for like. You know some of those underwater hazards again, so that mm-hmm. we can try to find a nice, a nice clean, smooth way of going. Yeah. So, so with with her assistance in in, in the navigation, uh, you're you're able to do uh, water vessels or water vehicles, whatever the mm-hmm. fuck that proficiency is called. Vehicles parenthesis water yes, close that. parenthesis. All right, Pratchett. <laughs> You of all people. <laughs> yes. Welcome to Total Party Chill. Welcome. Good to see y'all. Oh my gosh, how exciting. We're currently running at Dragons of Stormwreck Isle, which is the new essentials kit. And we're currently uh, running a giveaway. So hashtag chaos in the chat for a yo, chance yo, yo. to win. We're doing a set of dice from Birds of Paradise and a deck of inspiration from Quest and Chaos. From us. And they're about to go and uh, check, check out a haunted shipwreck. You know, like you do. Standard Wednesday. Or, and, uh, let's, uh, yes, yes, rolling this boat. Row, 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 
was it wasn't popping up in the thing. Yeah. Roll, 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 so go ahead and make me a uh, a water vehicle um, check at advantage. Oh no! <laughs> oh my god! Well, uh, I'm glad we have advantage. So that's uh, eight. Um, was that with strength? Yes, with strength. That's twelve. I would love a d6. Yeah, do it. Sorry. No worries. Nice. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, it, it is a bit of a haul to, to, to get around the various uh, problems. You went a different direction when you were going around to, to, to the mushroom cave. Um, weird. Uh, but you are able to uh, approach the north edge of, of the island with no problems. You don't run into any of the the reefs, the coral, the, the, the wreckages. You do start seeing way more wreckage as you're getting closer. Okay. <clears throat> and the, but they all and they all from from up here they all look picked over. Yeah, this one's about two hundred years old. There's nothing good on it. I checked. Uh, the one over there is pretty recent. Sometime in the last like three decades, there's nothing good on it. I checked. Uh, that one's full of sharks, so there might be something good on it. But fuck if I'm gonna go find out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> every time I like pop up above the surface. Yeah, that's very fair. And as you come around the the northern the northernmost edge of the island, you see. Uh, the compass rose that is that has been pushed up. It, it's definitely a newer wreck compared to all yep. the rest of them. It's been within well the last month, uh, and it's been pushed up onto the rocks itself. You get the impression that something like really, a really strong something shoved it onto uh -huh. the 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 rocks. Don't like that. Whether that was uh, particularly high tide or something in the water. This is, we'll relate, <laughs> we'll definitely relate. This is the ship that I sent, I sent my man out to try and do a little bit of uh, reconnaissance on this area. I've got do some bad news for you. I don't think he's coming back with recon. Well, you never know. Um, how about how far away from this wreck are we? Can we get to it? Oh, you can easily get to into it. You're, you're you're able to to beach the the rowboat and then walk to into it from there. All right, is it so? It's on land. It is. Or, it's kind. Of, how far out from the shore mm -hmm. is it? Mm-hmm. Um. It's not terribly far far out. You probably I'll I'll take that back. You probably will want to like get close to to the the uh, the wreckage and lash yourself to it with the, with the rowboat. Mm -hmm. Um. And you're able to see with your combined expertises how to get close enough to tie off without causing problems. Okay. So as as we get closer, I will. Um, okay. Uh, I, um, try not to be alarmed. Um, I will. Um, uh, everybody, go on. No, don't do that. Um, what are um, you about to do? Uh, I'm gonna try and jump off the rowboat. Oh, I'm gonna be in the water and dives down toward oh, the bottom. Oh. <laughs> nope. Not oh, and so, so, okay, so I, I stick my head in the water, leaning over, and I cast Divine Sense as we are close enough to see if there are any undead pings down there. Oh, yes. Oh. This, oh. this play, uh, does it tell you where and how many? Um. Uh, and not if they're behind total cover. Mm -hmm. um, so you know the location 
of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of you. And, but that not, is not behind total cover. Not, they're not behind total cover. Okay. When you stick your head in uh, into the water, you get a pretty faint ping, like right on the edge of your of your divine sense, uh, down about where uh, Marlo just dove. <gasps> and I scream, Marlo, I'm dead. <laughs> uh, Marlo, here's that. Spins back around. Is gonna come like uh, basically like under the rowboat or right next to the rowboat, and it's just gonna be like. Right, we might need this, and under, like, still under the water, just sort of like smack her hands together and and spin, and this little like burst of starlight sort of spins out of them, and you all now have three hundred feet of dark vision, uh, as long Yo. as I am within ten feet of you for the next hour. Oh, oh, wow! Oh, is that how it works? I thought I thought you just give it to them for the next hour. Oh, I just have to see, they just be, have to be within 10 feet of me Would while I cast. It? So, yeah, oh, I'll like pop up, okay. like okay. blow starlight into your faces. You can all now see 300 feet. Is it night? I mean, I guess no, it, no, it's daytime. No, but oh. it's, the ship's gonna oh, be dark and the water's gonna be dark. And yeah. I just, I'm hedging my bets because now's you. a good time to cast this before I, you know, have to yeah. go separate myself from you. <laughs> 300 feet? You have 300 feet of dark feet. vision. Um, 300 feet? Yes. Mm-hmm. 300 feet of dark vision. Um, and I will also, as I pop him, just be like, good job, Undar. Like, clap him on the arm, and that is also giving him the advantage on initiative. Excellent. So. Burn all my class features now before I die. <laughs> I cannot tell uh, if there are any in the ship, however, uh, so uh, perhaps um, we should uh, maybe. Would you like me to go scout? I can dive down and come up from underneath. Oh, I think there's. I th- uh, this one seemed down towards the bottom. I bet if there are more, they are towards the bottom. We should go on top of the ship so that we start to unground. All right. If we need to scout it, though, I should probably be the one to go since I can, you know, breathe underwater. But I think we take the boat and lash it to the... Yeah, we don't want to lose the rowboat because this thing I, I could repair, but... It'll probably take me most of my lifetime, which is longer than at least two of you are going to survive. Wait, hold on, how much do you weigh? She's gonna ask. <laughs> 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 it's like very blunt, like. The, the, the look on Coraline's face is, is, uh, is, is not able to be described for the podcast people, but I'll, I'll fend people. Just imagine you would just ask that question. Absolutely incredulous. <laughs> what? I'm just, I might have a way that we can get from point A to point B, unscathed and unwet. Enlighten us. I need to know how much you weigh. And she's kind of now finding a little joy in this. <laughs> I'm 97 pounds, so. That tracks. <laughs> how much is it? <laughs> Concept, but the one time on, I don't on. actually bother to figure out yeah, I need the insight check that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's in a 14 on insight. Are you telling the truth? I, hold on, I need to pull up my thing. I am very light, but I... Uh, um, a string bean yes, over here. Yes, she is. Yeah. She is. Uh, I didn't write it, so... <clears throat> I didn't write it Maybe either. Maybe she's 101, so she's like four pounds of you. Fudging it's just yeah. a little. Just a tiny bit, not bad. Do you... <laughs> 
What's funny is she needs to know if you weigh less than 400 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but she's just I'm trying to get the actual, she's yeah. just trying to get you to say your weight. <laughs> she's just curious. Marlo's just sitting here watching me, like, like Marlo's doing the mental math of like, well, if I'm 130, but I'm also very skinny, and low body fat because of the water thing, and so the, like, trying to, like, guess, but he's isn't going to say anything else. And loud. everyone is very grateful that you no longer have the spores. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, with my gear, I mean, the gear is, 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 is there like a, a cap on this? Is there some? No, I just need to know how much you, you currently weigh. I'm gonna require a deception check for a okay. person. Yeah. Yeah. There, there isn't a cap on I mean, that. Around. How much do elves weigh? I don't uh, know. That's gonna be a 16. They're pretty skinny. Uh, roll me an insight check. Ooh, insight. Uh, da, da, da. <laughs> Right through her. Okay. She, she is spouting some bullshit. <laughs> a cap on whatever the fuck she's trying to ask you. Oh boy, under we should maybe. Oh, yes. thank, you, thank, you, thank you, thank you, I like you. Uh, she's gonna. Fine. Fantastic. So she actually. I mean, she wants to create a, uh, a floating disc. For both of us. Oh, okay. So that's what she was trying to do. Clever. Uh, so she's gonna make, give me a few minutes before you jump off the ship, and then she's gonna kind of focus, reach into her pouch, pull out another little vial, uh, and this time she'll pop it, and then you'll out see like a little, like it just looks like a little needle comes out, and she'll take it, and she'll start, it's gonna take 10 minutes. So she starts um, maneuvering it, kind of like <laughs> you would be rubbing a penny, and then it starts getting bigger and bigger, and then she starts using her hands to kind of create it. <laughs> and rub it, and then you just see this thing start to get bigger until it starts taking on its own. <laughs> until it starts taking on its own um, As everyone, both shape. of them lean back and then it's actually in front of them. Because it does turn into three feet. We're method. It's, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> three feet of diameter, one inch thick, but then when it's uh, mm -hmm. affixed, whenever, because I'm assuming we're getting closer to the ship, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. we'll kind of thrust it out there for us to just kind of hop on. Because I don't think it can move. I think it just stays there. It follows, it follows you. you. Oh, it follows me? Yes. yes. Then we're good. So yeah. Great. Yeah, it's so you're going to swim, and everyone else is going to be on it. Oh! <laughs> it's 10 feet behind you, or 10 feet uh, along with you. Can I cast it on someone else? I didn't. I didn't know how this worked. Uh, nope. So she has that. Okay, so now it's created. She's a very This is actually a very funny twist of everyone just being like, "All right, okay." okay. And also, also uh, if I'm looking at the right one, it sure. specifically says the disc is immobile while you're within 20 feet of it. <laughs> Wait. So what does this mean? I have to go out, swim, swim away from it 20 feet, and it'll fall. And it'll fall. Feet <laughs> She'll do it. I mean, she has to do it. She created it. Uh, <laughs> but she'll start talking to it like, hello, move, move. Sorry. It doesn't do it. I think you have to move. Do you know this spell? No. Oh my God. I have I no idea. Like, this is amazing. Can I make an arcana check to see Please. if I recognize what this 100%. is? Uh, like no. from my time on the boats, that I is... I once heard of a, a, a young wizard named Dewey who would do this and, and, and bring it all around. Yeah, yeah you, you you recognize this spell as, so, as, as oh. one that the laziest dog can Oh yeah, like. this one. We Yeah, that really terrible cabin boy we picked up used to use this to move barrels. Uh, and Marla will explain her basic understanding of how it works. Uh, tell you what, though, um, uh, Undar and uh, the princess can sit on the disc, and uh, I'll help you swim it. 
Here's the real question. Are you less than 500 yeah, how much do pounds? You yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> Undar. Um, so Undar is pretty big. Yeah. Um, let's. I think <laughs> he I shatters the, the, the floating dust guy. Will this is me. This so will be hard. so. Thank you. This is pointless. Yes, so. yes, yes. I'm under 400. Crap. <laughs> Ish. Um, I will say that this is delightful because it's reminiscent of a hilarious use of this spell uh, that happens on a podcast that I listen to, where they they do in fact just use it to haul the, all of their stuff. The wizard just casts it. They throw all of their stuff on it, and then they like like they get in the boat and it just hovers alongside them on the riverbank with all of their stuff. You, you just have to stop every hour to oh, to, to recast it. I was confused. Got it. I. Get to pick. I mean, I'm enjoying the shit out of this, so. Yeah. Not knowing your own spellbook is the best way to create flavor. <laughs> yeah. Not necessarily the most efficient way, but boy, does it make you think on your feet. <laughs> height Stop. and weight. Player Graph on same ranges of height and weight. Yeah. Oh, so you're a medium, so. Medium? How it, much do you want away? <laughs> so I do have Hippo build, which is I have advantage on strength based ability checks and nice. strength saving throws. And it counts as one size larger when determining carrying capacity and oh. weight you can push, drag, or lift. That's, That's good cool. to know. Okay. But random height and weight table. I wonder if D&D Beyond will let me just click randomly. Well, no. <laughs> but if I go to my character sheet, I go to edit. Uh-huh. Watch me weigh 97 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Under description, perhaps, would be height and weight. Yep. Physical character. Oh, you can randomize that when you go in there? I think there's a button that will randomize just about all your stats. Oh, that's very cool. I didn't know that. No. It doesn't like, I don't think D&D Beyond lets you randomize it. I get some advantage on See, I just did the dumb thing and based it on like terrible BMI math. I'd say I'm 300 pounds. Let's just, let's just, you know, so I'm kind of small for a. Be good for, for a hippo. Okay. But larger for. I was gonna say I definitely quickly Googled it and got like 19 different answers. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. How much does a real hippo weigh? That's a good question. Too much. They are they, several they, tons. They are they are <laughs> heavy killing machines. Yeah. Yes, they are. So all I really want to do is get in the water. You don't have to ride on the disc. You can also, sw- I'll swim alongside anyone who wants to swim. Okay. I, I, Except I, the dog. The dog should not be swimming. I, uh, <laughs> this is the best I want to assume I left the dog back at camp. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, the, 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 the kobolds the, are happy this, to take Yeah, this one was pretty explicitly dangerous. <laughs> yeah. So, the yeah. darling is safe. Uh, valid. Well, you, 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 you watched it. You watched Poopsie run, run around yeah. for, for a little while before making her way into the temple and sitting on Rune. Nara's lap, who's Beautiful. just like absolutely petting the dog while meditating. The ideal stroke. It's a great way to meditate, it's just the, the, the long strokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take that for whatever you like. Yeah. <laughs> Don't clip that. <laughs> oh no, do you, I dare you. Okay. So this will stick around with Only me. This disc is going to be around for an hour. hour. Yeah. And it won't go away unless more than 500 pounds go on it. Or you or dismiss I it. Dis- oh, so, I can dismiss it. Yeah. Or you go further than 100 feet away. Yes. Okay. I was just like, just why does this disc keep following me? <laughs> Trying to be snarky in an Insta comment. <laughs> okay, 350. I weigh 350. I'm just 
changing okay. things. Are you hop but you're hopping in the water. Oh, I'm gonna go in the water. While okay, everyone so else is doing math, more always just like like diving down five feet, popping six feet, popping ten feet, fifteen feet, popping. Alright, pirates. So really scanning help me. You are just dragging. <laughs> yeah. <It's laughs> Which just is why that's what it is. And so like, thank you. Exactly. Oh, you're right. This is the only way to travel. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, oh, instant karma. Yeah, you yeah. love to see it. So Undar is going to swing and pull an empty rowboat <laughs> ahead um, to lash it to the ship. I have to see really quick if I have a... Oh, I don't think I do. It's very, why do we even have that lever? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was hoping I had an herbalism kit so that I could use it to make the princess a cocktail before I take that down. <laughs> I will say with how much that you have been hanging out with Tarak and drinking. I definitely have alcohol. That you have alcohol and some of the fixins that you like to use. Here, try this one. It's called a, uh, a Stormrack Sunset. We were working on it while we were brewing the poison. Dives back in the water. <laughs> Cusco's poison. The poison for Cusco. <laughs> So with with some misadventures and instant karma taking place, uh, the four of you make your way to well, three of you at least make it make it make you make your way to the top deck of the ship, uh, and lash lash the boat to 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 the rigging. There is some, uh, there were three masts. One of them has fallen over, and you can use that to lash to lash the rowboat fairly securely. You don't you don't get the impression that the ship is going anywhere. Um, and you do see ladders. You can walk up the, the 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 broken mast if you see so fit. That'll get you up in this area. Is there a map? Oh, I should. Yes, there is a map. Mm, might want to use the other map, Cam. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, um, um, uh, so Undar is going to. You can actually uh, pull the uh, mast out and lay it across. Oh. Yes, but it's not this one. Oh, okay. That one is actually still there. Gotcha. There we go. All right. It's it's the one that it's one that comes up here. Gotcha. So, uh, I mean, we yes. should chuck it the cabin's quarters for sure. And I'm going to peek my head in and divine sense again. Oh. Um, I let's see. I did long rest. So hold on. Yeah, I think all that was previous days. So. Yeah. So this is my second divine sense. So looking at the door, um, the door is like you try, you try the door. Yeah, yeah. You can't get it open. Oh. It is completely. You, you push on it a couple of times. You get the impression that it's blockaded from the inside. Oh, mm. I would like to listen to the inside. Make me a perception check. Sixteen. Okay, you listen intently. There doesn't appear to be much in the way of sound in there. But you're not entirely sure that anything that's dead would make noise unless provoked. I'll uh -huh. give you that. My little hippo ears, a little shake, <gasps> shake. Oh, stop it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's so uh, oh, there might be something um, dead in here, but it's not, it, it is um, apparently undisturbed at the moment. Like dead, but alive, like the things that we first saw when we arrived? Uh, yes, yes, probably, uh, perhaps. Uh, well, I'll be trying to. But uh, do we need to get in there? I think I think we should go in because I don't think that we should stay out here. We should um, clear every level as we were yes, going yes, down, yes, sort yes. of like when you take over uh, an enemy ship, right? We don't. Systematically. Yes, 
make oh. your way through the levels. Yeah, um, okay, okay. I'm um, gonna pull my large, extra large falchion. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Double-handed. Do we want to try doing it more stealthy first? No. <laughs> I'm not proficient in picking locks, but I've watched a lot of people do it, so I can always give it a shot. But he said it was barricaded. Like there's something heavy on the other side of the okay, door. Okay, never mind. Let's go. Uh, Whips the warhammer and the shield off. We're going to do like a gets one Gets ready two. to create a bonfire. Mm-hmm. On a uh, ship. I don't know if this is accurate to the model that we have, but are there windows? Oh, good question. That we could maybe peek in. You need logic <laughs> prior to or doing this. Not, not on this side of, uh, of the ship. There is a balcony on, well. on the back. Do you need me to swim around so that you can. Are you still on the. <laughs> I don't know, am I? I don't know. You tell me. Are you still on the Hovering above. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see anything. That is actually a good point. Uh, where is the. Wa- Remind me again where the water level is. Like how much of the ship is sitting. So you 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 know enough about ships. Yeah. The hold is probably completely underwater. Um, you, do you want me to shift this a little bit? I can pull it over. No, no. I I, I just need to know on the like like. No, there's a way to do it with with the actual camera. You can like pull the oh, yeah. the, the image. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I just yeah. I'm trying to figure out like, would I be able to just swim around and kind of like pop up out of the water and like grab onto mm. a window and. Or a porthole in the side of the cabin, like hoist myself up. Or is it uh, this, too far from th- th- that? Th- that is too far from okay. that. You, looking at it, you get the impression that the hold is completely underwater. The next deck down is probably partially okay. underwater, so but the rest of it is this above. This piece being, yeah, okay. Just double checking. I'm like, I'm pretty dexterous, but uh, I mean, if I'm still floating, lift me. <sighs> yeah, I <laughs> if will. We, if we slide it that way a bit. Just, the, just yeah. this model. Just the uh, ship. No. Oh. <laughs> it is in pieces. Uh-huh. Because it's all held together by the things under it, usually. Oh, that's right. Oh. And there are other things next to it that I'm not going to move. Yeah. Do you want to move the, the thing? Mm-hmm. The actual whole thing? Sure, we can move the stage. whole thing a little bit. Just tell me when. Right there. When. Cool. Yeah. Ooh. You'll get to watch this happen live <laughs> and in color. Uh, you can... Uh, put the hippo on the on the boat. <laughs> put the hippo on the boat, please. I would like the hippo. Usually a poor choice, but sure. We'll that. <laughs> Ooh, this is. Oh dear. I'm just trying to get a look because I can't see it from this side. Yeah. Those gosh darn DM screens getting in the way. It's not the DM screen; it's the it's layer the boat here. itself. Yeah. Uh, I will take you to the balcony if you. Great. Yeah. If so, there, if we, if there's a window, I would like to be. Alofted to it. <laughs> Madam Celery will begrudgingly do it. So for but. that, you're coming up on here, I oh, think. Okay, so I you can, can come up around over here to basically not that one, this one. Uh, float around sure. to the back here that cool. no one can see, including me. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. Um, and looking in through, uh, there's a couple of zombsters in there. A couple of few zombsters. Uh, warning. Warning! <laughs> Danger Will Robinson? Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't put it in there. That's okay. Yeah. Multiple bogeys. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so, Madam Celery will then just kind of get back and hop down, and, to, and, yeah. and it follows you around. <laughs> uh, more, more than, more than one, more than seven. Any? I saw two. 
with the with with the dark vision that you have, and if you took a moment to look, there's yeah. three in there. Great. I saw three. Right. I assume I can label their appropriate locations. It's a small cabin. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if we're gonna like, you know, charge in through the door, it can be like, yeah, back corners. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, there are. They're, they're, they're kind of just rambled in there. Like, they haven't been alerted by anything. Right. So they're not, like, super close to the door, but they're also not, like, right next to the window. Sort of, like, chilling. They doing? are sprawled akimbo. I was looking for Tensor's floating disc. It's probably in one of the, the, oh, the, the yellow boxes. Oh, you floating disc so much. I love that. It's fine. We're going to have to dismiss it in, like, two seconds when we all get murdered anyway. Yeah. Well, you know. But it can just sit there and, like, bonk Does against the cabin. Does it actually float? It's, well, like, it's a, like a little thing, and then you put your mini on top. That's really cute. That's cute. Yeah. We'll do it. I we'll love do it. it. Oh, well. Well, here. That'll work. Oh, my God. I love it. So cool. Look at the float. Look at there you are, princess. No, you uh, nope. nope, you're down. <laughs> 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 That's so much meaner than I meant. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You're down. <laughs> no, you're down, you're down below. down there. Honey, you're down below. I am below, above honey. today. <laughs> <laughs> today, the world is mine. <laughs> Can't wait to dismiss it at the most. I know you're just moment. gonna be like, and we're done. <laughs> <laughs> You'll sound like your little dog. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, what are we going to do? Are we going to um? I think we're going to smash. Shot up some zombies. Um, should we? Yes. Yes. Are, are you gonna smash through the door? Smash through the door. All right. Give me a strength check at advantage. Natural <gasps> twenty. Hell yeah. Twenty-four. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Because, oh yeah. Uh, well, actually no, because uh, I have. Yeah, twenty-four. So, I'll just go ahead and take this off. The door crashes open <laughs> to reveal three drowned sailors in a cabin that must once have been luxurious. A bookcase half collapsed holds waterlogged and disintegrating books and scrolls. The polished wood desk leans awkwardly on three legs. It has an ornate compass set in its center. The bed is covered in rotting bedding and sags in the middle, and a jagged hole gapes in the floor beside the bed. And that is where we're going to leave everyone no. for the night. Ah. Just gonna yeah. light them on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hopefully soon we'll get to come back with this to go straight into combat. Thank you all so much for joining us. The clicker is over here. Cool. Thank you so much for, for watching. Thank you for uh, hanging out with us tonight. This was great fun. We know that we're not, most of us aren't the, aren't the chaos agents, but we brought the chaos anyway. And thank you all so much for an excellent uh, role play session. I was not anticipating that and I enjoyed it quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so yes, give us a follow on Twitch, a, a subscription on YouTube, and give us a review on the podcast app of your choice. This will eventually, I'll, I'll get around to putting it up. I have to actually like record the intro and outro, so that's a thing. Uh, real quickly, before you go into final announcements, I'm going to roll a giveaway real quick. Yes. There yeah. is no more chance to enter because I am hitting the button now. Must be present to win, done. so. You will never know who wins. You will never know. Oh. Our, our, our favorite choose to make fun of. Our favorite joke. But who wins? <coughs> you will never I'll know. I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> so, thank you all so much. I'm not sure what scheduling is looking like. Uh, tomorrow in a little over two hours the next episode of the redacted reports drops the patrons have been screaming at me about how it's about how it's gone tune in to find out why it's great also tomorrow at five mountain time 
Three Pacific? I don't no, know. What you four doing? Four Pacific. I'm going to be on Better Than Heroes. Uh, doing a DM talk show. Cool. That's so, fun. Cool. That's twitch.tv slash better than heroes. Make sure to drop a, a, a link in the announcement stuff. Yes, I will do that. Um, I, I I know that GDS is continuing uh, this Saturday. We're very excited to get Ezra back into this uncomfortable chair. Uh, <laughs> not sure what next week's programming is going is to look like just yet, so stay tuned. Uh, join our Discord. That is the best place to find out things with up-to-the-minute uh, announcements. <laughs> we try to make sure to actually tell, to add everyone in there to make sure everyone knows if we need to cancel, if something new needs to go out. Um, so yeah, join the Discord, hang out in there with us. It's a pretty great community. It's also a great way to know what's going on. Uh, so until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Short Shots and One Shots. If you want to see The Madness live, Quests and Chaos plays live on Twitch three times a week at twitch.tv slash questsandchaos. And if you want to catch up on the stuff you've missed, everything is archived on our YouTube page, which is youtube.com slash questschaos. This podcast is supported by our Patreons, and we would like to give them a heartfelt thanks. Starting Duke Vlieg and he who shall not be named. Our inspiration middle management is a force to be reckoned with, featuring Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Anonymous Dragon, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Jen W., Paul, and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, J. Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Cody, Lee, Megan Krantz, Red Dead, Coquette, Robbie Nowell, the Baroness, and the Apollyon. And a big thank you to all of the guild members out there. It truly means a lot to us that you have joined our Patreon. Not everyone has the means to support us financially, and that is okay. If you could, please share our content with anyone who might enjoy it. Until next time, keep the chaos alive. Is that a tagline?